Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is a John Chuckery Show coming to you live on this Friday evening after... The NBA draft last night, good time at the uh, Hawks draft party at State Farm Arena last night, and uh, Hawks made a couple of picks, and obviously it's been a very hectic offseason thus far, even though we're just really kind of scratching the surface. Let's go out to the WadeFord.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer. Let's talk to our buddy, Kurt Heelan. He, of course, the lead NBA writer, managing editor for NBC Sports. You can follow Kurt on his personal Twitter page, at basketball talk kurt as always buddy appreciate a few minutes uh, in atlanta as um, another fun draft last night and uh, a lot of moving pieces and parts as always yeah and maybe not as much movement on draft night as we expected but maybe that's just because there were a lot of fireworks leading up to the draft but um not to i expected a little more movement in the first round than we ended up seeing you know uh as far as the hawks go you know i i always thought that you know, and I've been saying it on my show for the last few weeks that unless they just drafted, you know, made a move to go up and draft a dynamic player, this was probably always a player that was going to end up at their College Park uh, G League team uh, playing for the Skyhawks. I-, I think they got a nice player. Um, you know, again, we'll see what he becomes. I think he's a project. But, again, a year or two down in the G League, I think that's, you know, exactly what the agenda calls for right now with a guy like Bufkin. Yeah, although he might be able to give you some backup. I don't. It's one of those things you've got to decide where your roster. I mean, obviously with with Trey and Deshante in the situation, he's not going to get a bunch of playing time, and it becomes a developmental question of some guys need minutes, right? Like some guys need they just need to get on the court and get experienced and and, and get used to the speed of play, and some guys if they're trying to develop a specific skill or something, they can get it better at the NBA level. It's kind of a decision you make um, on a case-by-case case basis. He might need a little time. He might be – he's obviously a first-rounder. He's not a two-way guy, but treated like that a little more where you can send him down a little and get him some run and bring him back up and make sure he gets the experience. But he's also – I mean, he did go back to college. He did spend a second year at Ann Arbor. He polished his skills a little bit. Um He's not going to come in and take a bunch of minutes, but I think he can contribute a little as a rookie and, and start to grow into that role. This is a, I, I, honestly, it's a guy that I had heard a little above this number. I thought he might go before he, I did, I'm just a little surprised he fell all the way to you. So this is a pretty good get. What did uh, you make of, uh, you know, some of the teams that maybe did themselves well on draft night? I mean, we talked about the idea that there maybe wasn't as much movement, but was there a team or two in particular that you thought did themselves well last night? I mean, outside of the obvious Spurs. Um, yeah, I thought 
I, I thought Dallas made a really smart move. Everybody knew knew they wanted Derek uh, Lively out of the, the center out of Duke, who had mm-hmm. had some really good workouts, and they were able to trade back and then still get their guy, get off the Davis bar. Davis Barton salary, and that lets them. It opens up the mid level. They were able to make them. They get able to get Rashawn Holmes. They were able to do a few things. It was kind of a, a clever little move, and they still got their guy, which is a, a, a smart bit of a smart bit of drafting on their part. Um, so I think that they had a good night, and I don't know I think Houston ended up with a good night just because they were the guy who who took Cam, uh, who fell, you know, looked like a top five pick falls all the way to 20. We'll see if this lights a fire under him. I, I, I wasn't in the workouts. I had heard the same things that he had. It's one of those guys who sometimes doesn't a little bit of Iverson, a little practice, but then he flips it on in games and maybe, maybe falling a little bit lights a fire under him and he shows up. If so, then you just got two top five talents in, in, in the draft. So it could be good for them. All right, I'm not going to ask you to, you know, compete, you know, with with other guys and stuff like that. But Brian Windhorse on the draft show last night for ESPN specifically brought up the idea that he said that I have been I've heard that there is a narrative that the Hawks need to get under the luxury tax. And again, I'm not asking you to confirm or verify, but just have you heard things in in your circles about the idea of there's this mandate that the Hawks need to get under the luxury tax. We just had Landry Fields on our afternoon show, and you know he kind of dispelled that myth, which, again, I'm, I'm sure he's going to do that. But have you heard rumblings yeah. about the idea of the Hawks trying to get under the luxury tax first before they decide where they're going with this roster? I've heard that they don't the, – the new CBA freaks some people in front offices out, and in particular – with what what it's going to cost with you know um, with Trey with Deshante um, and, and some of the other guys on the roster, I, I think there is a I don't want to say oh my gosh you've got to get a, you have to get under the tax uh, although they may like that but they really don't want to be far above the tax they don't want to live far above the tax and, and start pushing for repeater numbers until. Until there is a team there worth paying the repeater tax for, I mean, if if you're in the mix, you know, if right now if you're Milwaukee, you should be paying the tax, man. Like go right, get the tax, right, go chase the right, rings, right? Right. Um, if if it, it, there comes a time to ask the owner to do that, but I don't know that there, there was a hard. I hadn't heard anything about a hard and fast. Man, they've got to get under the tax. Other than a lot of teams are running. Man, I do not want to live. I, the second apron scares the heck out of people, and they don't want to flirt. They want to be in a position to be able to make a move and not flirt with some of the more harsh penalties coming down the line. So I think everybody's looking for ways to trim a little bit, and Atlanta's in that group. Kurt Heelan joining me on the WaitFor.com hotline, lead NBA writer for NBCSports.com. Well, let me float you out my theory, and, and you can shoot holes in this and, and whatever you want to do, but – I really do believe in a lot of ways that the Hawks are going to run this thing back with Quinn Snyder. And yeah. when I say when I say run it back, I mean they've got their starting five signed. They've got Bogey, you know, signed. Obviously, they have their young guys that are under contract, the A.J. Griffin, Jalen Johnsons. They may tweak the, the little bit of the roster on the very back end of it, but by and large, their top 
you know, let's say eight players are under contract and and locked up, you know, for, you know, uh, DeJounte Murray really being the only guy. Well, I guess Sadiq Bey in some ways, but they could move on from him. But really Murray, the only main guy that's not under a multi-year kind of deal. I think they will run it back. They're somewhere $9 million in the luxury tax with maybe about a $13 million tax bill. And I think they will go until the all to the uh, trade deadline. And if this thing yeah. isn't working out, then they start to cut bait. Then they start to move Murray. Then they start to move some of their pieces. And then they don't stay in the luxury tax at that point. What do you think about that theory? I think that's actually a pretty reasonable theory. I think part of what I had heard, too, was simply what you were just saying, which is they don't know what this roster looks like with Quinn Snyder running it. Right. I mean, you bring him in midseason like that, especially with his – system you, you just can't install that overnight right? right like that's going to take a training camp and frankly the first part of the season to kind of get used to what he wants to do and playing how they how he wants them to play and it starts if you don't until you do that you can't say even starting at the top is, is trey going to work in the system he can will will trey work in the system i need to see 30, 40 games, right? Like, I've got to get into the season. Talk to me again in December, and let's get us, you know, early January, let's get a sense of where this is. And I think that that's where they are with a lot of these guys. So I think it does make sense, like you said. Maybe they make some moves, but it's more likely they're not scared of, like you said, I don't think they're scared of entering the season in the tax a little bit. Um, they might want to trim a little bit. The first apron is that, Seven million or seven and change over, so maybe you get a try to get off of a little of it, but you get to the uh, get to the like you said get to the trade deadline, you know get to figure and say all right this is working this isn't working or more specifically player X isn't working in this system or this this isn't working and how do we change this? Kurt, let's bounce around the league a little bit. Um, you know I, I've tried to explain this to people that. When it comes to Bradley Beal or players like that, and people people always talk to me about, well, why would he sign with the Washington Wizards, you know, when they're not a very good franchise and he could go to a contender and this and the other? And I'm like, because he's leaving $251 million guaranteed dollars on the table. And to be honest with you, I mean – there's no way that a player can turn down that kind of money. I don't care how bad his situation is. Even if after a year you start demanding a trade, once you've got that contract signed, it's a whole different deal. But no player is going to turn down this kind of money no. that, that a team of their own doing can sign them for But when they get that fifth year in it. I mean, am I wrong about that? or No, not at all. And, and in his case, by the way, I'll take the I'll take that no trade clause that allows me yeah. to completely control where I land, so that you know I don't get sent. Not that my oh no he got sent to Miami like that would be some horrible experience, but like he had control to say no I want to go play in Phoenix and they, I'm only going to waive this for Phoenix and you have to take what they give you. It's a very different thing, and so that's one of the ones that the other guy you'll see this summer. As Jalen Brown hinted, he's a little frustrated at times mm -hmm. and has been there like, you know, yeah, he has. And I think he has been frustrated. Frankly, they should be frustrated. They should be a little better than they are. Um, he's going to take the $289 million. They're going to put it on the table. He's going to sign the Supermax. If he's frustrated in a year or two, he'll do exactly that. Then he'll right. start to push his way out. Then they'll break this thing up. But if you're – I mean, that's not – 
that's that's my grandkids don't have to work money. Yeah, like, you, know, right. you, you have to take that. Yeah, I, I and I agree. I mean, I just again this because it, it's all guaranteed, and, and the idea that somebody's going to turn down five for two fifty, it just it boggles yeah. my mind. Um, what do you think is the next big domino that's going to fall? Uh, let's say let's say Jalen Brown he ta- he gets the super max and he signs all that. What do you think is the next big domino to fall as far as player movement goes? Obviously, everybody's watching Portland. I think that's going to move a little more slowly than people, uh, at least some people like. He, part of it is he doesn't want to leave. Everybody, everybody's eager to move Damian Lillard out of Portland way more than Damian Lillard is looking to right. move out of Portland. Right. Um, and by the I'm way, I thought. By the happen. way, I thought they. I thought they did themselves good last night in the draft. Right. I. I thought. The, I thought they made a, you know, a couple good. I thought that was that was a good pickup that the that the uh, Trailblazers made for Damian Lillard. I'm not a scout. I don't pretend. You know, I'm not going to pretend to play one on the radio a little bit. But man, I've seen Scoot play. I have talked to the kid and interviewed him. I really like him. Yeah. I really think he has not only the kind of physical tools, and I'm talking early Derrick Rose, Russell Westbrook level physical tools. He's got to round out, but he's got the mentality. Like I think, I think Wemby Yamba does as well. Like he's just, I like, I think they're mentally built for this. I think Scoot's going to be fantastic. So yeah, take him, you know, and you figure it out with the name later, but you, you, if you're not going to pick him, if you're trading that pick away, you better be getting somebody all NBA level back. And that guy just, you know, well, Paul George is out there maybe. Well, great. He's 33, needs a contract extension, and is injured all the time. Like, just, I don't know that I'm trading Scoot for that. Like, right. I just – there aren't more options. So, yeah, I think that's the one to watch. But I think the other ones that get interesting is just Draymond Green. There's not a huge market for him maybe necessarily, but what? Golden State wants to pay him, and for how long, and what he want, thinks he believes he's worth are going to be two very different numbers, and that's going to be a really interesting thing to watch as they start to talk contract extensions. D- I he, don't know where he would go, but it'd be interesting. It's going to be interesting to watch. D- does Golden State need him more, or does he need Golden State more? I think ultimately he needs them a little more, but it's close. They're, I mean, if you watched them last year. They don't win without him, right? right? And they did. Right. They just sent Jordan Poole out the door uh, because it was pretty clear those two couldn't. It, at Draymond's, it's Draymond's fault, but those two were not going to coexist. Um, but I don't know. He's not plug and play. He's not Bradley Beal. He's not Kevin Durant. He's not even Trey Young, right? There's not a guy where you're like, drop him. 29 other teams and it works like you've got to play a kind of specific defensive system a switchable defensive system for it to work camp he's not a drop coverage guy and and he's a great passer but he doesn't score and shoot so you've got to have specific kind of players around him to maximize his skill set they have that in in golden state and golden state kind of needs him they just weren't that they weren't the same without him they misfired on wiseman um they don't have the time to develop Kuminga and wait around for him. So it's going to be, I think look, the Chris Paul move is the all in move for them. And in that case, they kind of, I think, I guess now that I think about it, golden state needs him more ultimately, don't they? Cause now that with Chris Paul, they've got to bring him back. They don't really have a choice now, do they? Got, they they're all in right now. It's just going to be an interesting debate about money because I don't know if Houston would be willing to just step in and, you know, they can offer more if they want to. 
And by the way, uh, as we close things out, Scoot uh, Scoot's also an Atlanta kid, so he went to uh, high school oh, yeah, here in Atlanta go. at Kell at Kell High School in uh, in Marietta. So he's got that going for him as well. So anyway, lead well, we NBA. Just, let, we'll start. Let's start the he wants to go home rumors now. I mean, like, yeah. you know, he's under control for hey. like eight years, but you can never start those too early. Hey, listen. I mean, we're gonna have Jalen Brown. We're gonna have Scoot. We're gonna have everybody from the city of Atlanta. If we just get all Atlanta players to play for the Hawks, we're in good shape. I yeah, mean, if we're, this we're, were the 1950s. You, where you just recruited the guys right. around you. The great. regional guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Kurt Elan's the lead NBA writer, managing editor for NBCSports.com, at Basketball Talk on Twitter, and join me on the WaitFor.com hotline. Kurt, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes, man, in Atlanta. Thanks so much. We will chat again here soon as the season, the offseason, rolls right along. I look forward to it, man. Take care. You got it. John Chuckery. We'll be back. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.